0: Welcome to Let's Do Lunch, a podcast about life, tech, trends, hemorrhoid pillows, and whatever else comes up. I'm Jared. And I'm John. And you are the listener. The chosen few. The proud. The bold. Those who sift through a few NC-17 ratings to discover this, the finest jewel of discourse. Those who don't really mind those sloppy eating sounds. Who dare to join two average white nerds in a lunch conversation. For the next hour, you're one of us. Like, metaphorically, right? I'm still John? Not now, John. Save the banter for the lunch. Today on Let's Do Lunch. Like, that's what I want to see. (laughs) It's just myself on the toilet. It's harder to fit uh, a good fart joke into an opera, but I think you could probably squeeze one out.
1: That would be an interesting new book. Curious George and the Horrors of His Creation. Yeah. It's very much like a home, isn't it? Yeah. Family pictures on the
0: walls. Yeah, no, I feel like I know some of these people.
1: You know, we forgot to say where we are. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> this here is Grandma's Kitchen. says it right there on the uh, roller. Oh, so it does. Um, homemade cooking. I think it just says home
1: cooking, not homemade just, cooking. Just home cooking? Like, they don't make it at home and bring it in. Yeah.
0: Okay, so we are All right, pure So breakfast. I guess I'm going
1: to go with the biscuits and gravy, although it's very fattening. That's the, the issue. Normally, um, I can be pretty decisive, but today...
0: Well, what's what's happening? What's going on? Why are you so... for Forklimped? I don't know. I think it's because I don't get to eat out for as
1: much anymore. Uh-huh. And so when I do, it's, like, more special, and I have to make yeah. what I get worth it. But at the same time, I still don't want to go crazy with calories or <laughs> fat. Uh-huh. How are we coming, John?
0: Um, I... Are the, uh, biscuits and bagels and everything's made here, like... From scratch, kind of thing, or biscuits
1: are, bagels aren't.
0: okay. All right, yeah, we're s- we're still not entirely ready.
1: Oh, is is that yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Figuring it out. You look like I think you I got it. it.
0: I think I got mine. I'm going for me okay. fast.
1: Well, I've decided now I'm getting the homemade. Biscuits, Perfect timing. She so. just walked away. I know we were too slow on the draw. Why? That's on us. Here, do the international. I'm ready. Signal. Oh yeah, that's it. All right, here we
0: go, John. I think I'll go corned beef hash. I will have the biscuits and gravy. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So, Grandma's kitchen. Yeah. Um. I uh, I I use the restroom, and there's a body length mirror that's eye level when you're sitting on the door. <laughs> One of those those home touches.
1: <laughs> like that's what I want to see. It's just myself on the toilet. You know, we started our last cast out and talked about potty humor too. Yeah, seems to be one of our uh, typical themes here. It's,
0: I'm, I'm sure that right there is a, a staple that's, that's spanned the ages. Yeah, it sure. Has. I'm sure they're Romans. I, I bet you uh, Antigone, one of the uh, one of the few Greek plays that I know. Which had uh, little bits of uh, sexual innuendo, Uh, probably dropped some potty humor as well.
1: It's uh, why not? Yeah,
0: it's the you know
1: Shakespeare was no people people have been wincing their
0: people have been wincing their noses at farts since like 6,000 BC, and
1: they were funny back then. They're funny now. That's a
0: universal constant.
1: Yeah, you ever see that um, episode of Louis about that? No. This was before he was all shamed and. Blacklisted yeah. Louis Anderson. Or, oh, no, I thought you meant uh, Lucy I meant Lucy K. Okay. Louis Anderson came out. It's they're pretty much the
0: same person. Yeah,
1: <laughs> one's in a fat suit, but otherwise the same person, right? Mm. Anyway, Lucy C.K. had his own show called Louis, and he did this episode where he was on tour with another stand-up comedian, and he just always went blue. This other comedian, you know, potty jokes and fart jokes, and that's just, called
0: going blue.
1: Yeah, really? Yeah, you never heard that term? No, no that's. Well, it's like, it's like blue collar humor, you know, it's, it's, it's cuss words and, and lowbrow humor. Okay. Anyway. And so when they were back in the hotel, they were talking about it and, they, you know, Louie kind of thinks he's better than that kind of thing, right? Uh-huh. But then they all get drunk and hang out and eventually Louie admits, he's like, okay, farts are just funny, you yeah. know, it's the sound that comes squeaking out of you and there's a smell with it, It just he loses it has to admit that okay
0: yeah they're kind of funny after all yeah it's a touching moment i mean it's uh it's harder to fit uh, a good fart joke into an opera but i think you could probably squeeze one out
1: (laughs) hey i like what you did
0: there see i got that reference i went up for a while i woke up at three what and i just couldn't get back to bed so i went for a four mile run i watched uh i actually watched an opera that i was slightly interested in and then if Watched an opera? This is on, not an online. average white nerd activity. On Online. This is so a privileged counts. white nerd activity. No, when you do stuff online, then it counts as nerdy.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I suppose. Okay. Like, if you're playing football, but somehow you manage to do it through YouTube, then that's nerdy. How about a fantasy
1: movie league? Would that be considered nerdy?
0: Huh. Have
1: you heard about this? No. Okay, so you know like we have these fantasy football leagues. Sure. Well, now they're trying to start up this fantasy movie league where you pick your like movie hits and you like kind of guess the blo- the, the the box office take ins for the okay, weekends sure. and it's sort of like fantasy football but with movie you know, box office ratings and, okay. and, and attendance and stuff like that. You have. Yeah.
0: yeah. I just didn't I, I didn't put the two together. Like I heard of that. Concept, but I never heard it called what fantasy else? movie league. Uh, what else would you call I, it? Just like you know, box office predictions. Well, yeah,
1: okay, that sounds less fun though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have that fantasy in there.
1: Yeah, So I think anything with the word fantasy in it yeah. tends towards
0: loserness or it, geekiness. Except it, it for it just fantasy seems, football. It just seems like if you are, uh, if there is a fantasy something. All right. Thank you. I got your toast to come on, right? Do you have any Tabasco? We do. All right.
1: Ketchup? catch up to you no thank you
0: if, if there is a fantasy something there should be a d12 die involved <laughs> maybe there is for uh, the fantasy movie thank you no fantasy football March Madness there should be some element of randomization ah, the, the, the madness in March Madness I think eliminates the need for
1: d12 and geekiness and all that oh
0: thanks a lot Alright, so we've got food. That was pretty sweet. That speedy. was very quick. I'll i have to give him props for that. Normally I do my eggs scrambled, but since I've come back from, you know, abroad, as I have... Did your wife know about this? Uh, she was there. Oh, whoa. Taking pictures and everything. Wow, look at you getting under <laughs> the you're a, you're a smart
1: man. I forgot how you a, did that.
0: Yeah, no, you just gotta, you just gotta involve them. That's mm-hmm, really the key. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so... Since I've come back from abroad, I've been more experimentative. I tried, uh, you know what boba is? Boba? Yeah, so... Is that that,
1: like, tea thing? No, it's boba. Yeah, that's what I'm
0: talking about. Oh, okay. It's the tea thing, and then at the bottom are those little weird black balls Mm -hmm. of, like, Chewiness. Mm hmm I've had a lot of that. It's the weirdest, like, feeling in the back of your throat, and I've had a lot of things um, <laughs> in the Navy <laughs> um, And so I tried it once In 2002 And I'm like This is never again And then just now I'm like You know what I'm feeling wild Let's give it a go So I did it The, bo- the boba Not the thing in the back uh-huh. of the throat And you liked it um, No I hated it But I tried okay. <laughs>
1: See I don't drink tea but they have other flavors with those little tapioca balls in them. Boba, yeah. And uh, I don't mind them. I mean, I don't really like crave those little balls, <laughs> but it doesn't bother me. I just I don't understand the point of paying extra for them. So that you can have, <clears throat> so that you can have something to chew on while you're drinking. Do you remember this like drink that had a very brief stint in like ninety seven, ninety eight? called orbits do you remember Uh this drink and had those little like little mini balls they were um neutral buoyancy Uh and so they just sit wherever they landed in there and so it almost looked like it was like not waterish in there because the balls didn't move around but you still drink them do you remember that
0: no i i I didn't have the luxury that you had growing up i didn't i couldn't even drink fanta when i was a kid i drank the the doctor fanta Dr. Fanta the, uh, the Shasta version of Fanta <laughs> Nice
1: Well, you missed out my friend Yeah The product was so unsuccessful I think it made it less than a year on the shelves But my friend and I bought them a couple times mm-hmm. The other John
0: Yeah That we know You were spending three and a half dollars on a six pack Because like your whole family's made of money well, Let me tell you how well this dates me We got
1: it at the same place where we rented our laser discs <laughs> I'm not joking
0: Rented laser discs. We would
1: rent laser discs, and they had one of those like you know fridges by the counter kind of thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: with Orbit's sitting in there. And so we like, well, let's rent Braveheart on Laserdisc and and uh, and get some Orbit's floating ball drinks. Yeah, sure, privilege. <coughs>
0: hey,
1: that was my money I earned from my <laughs> job. I
0: worked at the movie theater to pay for that. Well, I'm glad you uh, invested your time into the economy, and uh, got those laser discs. That's uh, I tried
1: to single-handedly keep that industry afloat. It's very capitalistic of you. I just didn't
0: have enough in my coffers to really pull that off. Do we need to explain laser discs, or should people like it's if if a CD was the size of a of like one and a half records? It's actually
1: the same size exactly as a record. Yeah. They, and, and that's the, what the
0: Laserdisc uh, people un- want you to say. No,
1: no, it is. And the sleeves that they come in are they like identical? So in my record collection I also have my Laserdisc collection seamlessly strewn into there. People can't tell. Yeah, so I still have a collection of laser discs. Sure. I've always been a tech early adopter. And yes, that's bitten me a few times. Did you ever have uh, an eight track? No, uh, at my age that would have been a late adopter.
0: Yeah. Well, the thing is, when when you rich folk are done with a technology, you pass it down to the middle class, and then the middle class passes it down to my group that's on food stamps. I see. So, I had, my my sister had a Chevy Nova that when it, uh, like, it was uh, 1976, I think, and this was, we had it in... Uh, the early '90s, mm-hmm. um, when it drove, it had some kind of, you know, uh, uh, mechanical problem where it constantly went, <laughs> and you could tell it was parked because it would go. Wow. <laughs> um, and in that car was an eight-track where, nice. if you press both of the buttons at the same time, it starts playing the other side of the track, mm-hmm. and that's how, that's how those things worked.
1: Well, I know 8-tracks.
0: My grandma had a collection of them I saw when I was a kid, visiting her house.
1: And I'm like, why does my mom have disco 8-tracks? My grandma, I mean. Because she's... I don't know. It's one of those, like, storybook grandma kind of things.
0: And it's like... Like this place.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, why in the world would she have a disco 8-track? It's just so uncharacteristic of my grandma. Still don't understand the mystery to that one. She can like all kinds of music. No, but she doesn't. Maybe it was a sarcastic thing. So, yeah, she was doing it ironically before being ironic was cool. Yeah. So tell me about your trip to down to Unda.
0: Australia. We swung on by. Um, I got a bunch to say. I just don't know where to start. Did a problem. dingo eat your baby? Um, I have a shot of uh, Ivy next to a taxidermic pillie stuffed dingo. And it uh, makes me think that there should be, if, if she ever starts like a band or something, that should be, the band's name is Ivy and the Dingo. And we would use that photo. That sounds good. Really good.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it reminds me of the uh, episode of Family Guy where Stewie and Brian start a radio, uh, do a radio show together. Yeah. And it was... Um, Dingo and the Baby. Dingo and the
0: Baby. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm sure that spoke right to you, too.
1: Yeah well, With your
0: radio history I gotta say that episode did um,
1: Yeah, I enjoyed it More than I should have
0: Alright um, So we had a flight over 15 hour flight Straight from LA to uh, Australia And I watched several movies The Planet of the Apes I enjoyed that Which one? All three of them There's more than three Well, the three You mean three the, the recent just, three? Yeah, the recent yeah. three The, okay, right. oh. the War for the Planet of the Apes. War is the last one. Mm-hmm. Dawn is the one before that, and then Rise is the one before that. Yeah, okay. And I didn't know which was first, Rise or Dawn. So <laughs> I had to, I had yeah, to figure those, that those out.
1: Those two sound concurrent yeah. to me.
0: Typical. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Rise was first, and Rise was fine. Pretty typical, you know, uh, virus gets out. That's that's pretty much the whole movie. But Dawn was pretty good because it had a lot of uh, a lot of Native American themes of, like, we're going mm. to help the humans, but they're probably, once they get their power, they're probably going to stab us in the back. And that's, that's kind, of, it's kind of what humans do. And there was another uh, ape that wanted to start a war, so that way they would just cut the humans out right away and not have to deal with any of that anymore. And so there's two factions of apes. It was one faction, but it was kind of in the process of cracking. Uh-huh.
1: Like Wakanda in Black Panther. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. So what'd you think of the third in that set The, third the one was war was was fine. There was nothing special about it. You don't like the whole they have a human baby they're taking
0: care of element? Well, it wasn't a human baby. It was a little girl. Whatever, same dofe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's another sitcom right there. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. the the first one uh the first one was kind of like Curious George if, you know. If he had to deal with the horrors of his creation
1: That would be an interesting new book Curious George and the Horrors of His Creation Yeah
0: So We caught the uh, I caught the Planet of the Apes And then there was more stuff For me to flip through And so I said Hey this The Middle TV show oh, I keep on hearing something about The, the, the one that i talking it to you about It was absolutely terrible You did not like it huh? I mean maybe I was sleep deprived But I didn't enjoy a second of it can you tell me which episode it was? Um, I mean, I, I, I was dealing with uh, the, the middle of the night kind of thing, like I'm doing right now. Yeah, a little unfair.
1: But also...
0: But it should be able kinda to... You kind of jumped into, I'm sure, what was
1: towards the end. Because oh, sure. the season, the series has ended. They had their last final, final episode like a month or two ago. Yeah. So you were probably seeing one of the last episodes of the series. Sure. So you, you didn't understand anything happening. And the last season wasn't their best.
0: But I watched um, uh, Sunny. And that still made me laugh. It's always funny in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah, they had a, uh, they had a lottery ticket. Yeah. It's a good show. And they were trying to uh, figure out who was responsible for the lottery ticket, mm. who, would, who would win it. Did you see that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a moment where uh, Mac pulls out his bike, and I'm sitting right next to my six-year-old. So I had to pull up the blanket and cover the screen so that she wouldn't get any ideas. Because
1: his bike had something to encourage him to not sit on the
0: seat. Yeah, no, it was a Or so fist. he said. It was it was a fist that pushed you along. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, so that's that's funny, you know. The middle was not funny.
1: Well, it's it's a it's a different humor, and, and it depends on the mood you're in. Because if you're in the mood for sunny, you will not be in the mood for the middle. Though the Twain shall never meet. It, it's definitely more of a family-friendly thing than like sunny is.
0: Um. I before going I watched the uh, Bart versus Australia Simpsons episode. Smart move. Along I would with, have. Uh, along with the commentary. Yeah. And they did do you remember that? Or it's been a while? Of course I do. Okay, so they said the reason that they didn't do that they were referring to the booting was in reference to Okay,
1: I am um going on a limb here because it's been a long time since I remember all the commentary. I believe They were talking about the
0: kid who got the caning when Uh he went to um, Singapore? You got it. Okay, that's what I thought, yeah. The booting was in reference to the Singapore caning. Yeah. And they wanted to kind of do it on Singapore, but they chose Australia because Australia could take a joke. You know what? I think
1: that's very accurate and wise of them to do that.
0: Um, I met a bunch of Australians, and they are just a, a super happy, friendly group of people.
1: Well, by and large, I mean, you don't want to paint them all with a broad brush. They have jerks, I, too.
0: No, even even the jerks are, like, an, a, a humorous kind of ornery. Sounds like you're talking about Canada. Canada? That's Canada's rep. No, I, I Canada's had... Canada's the one that's always nice. I, I had not a... Even, even the uh, the people sleeping on the street were good people, you know? Mm, can't say that about San Francisco. They were all just, just great. I went to a, a bar, and... You know, I, I bought some drinks for a couple of guys. But before I bought the drinks, we were just chatting. Like, there was no expectations. We were just having a good time. I just, you know, slipped right in. That's the thing about Australia is the diversity. That's what I love so much diversity, about it. Diversity? There's yes.
1: aboriginals, and then there's the British
0: criminals. Sure. That's it. That's all you got. But Sydney is a major city with all kinds of people coming in. Okay. So you have... Uh, a large Chinese district um, You have Various other nationalities All in there really? And there's no tension whatsoever They're speaking their own language They're doing their own thing There was there was nothing Well
1: and I guess they have a close tie to New Zealand So they have the Kiwis and that kind of thing as well Huh? They have a close tie to New Zealand.
0: They're they're near New Zealand. I don't understand how and what Kiwis and what you're talking about.
1: They have ties.
0: They're they're like sister countries kind of.
1: People go back and forth, they tease each other. It's sorta of like us in Canada. We've got lots of Canadians here. Okay. You didn't get that vibe at all? No, no. I'm, huh. I'm I I mean I knew some people who lived in New Zealand and they have that sort Oop. of relationship. Thank you. More water? Yes,
0: please. I went during a very touristy uh, season because they had "Vivid Sydney" going on, where they oh the projected, color lights thing we're talking about. Yeah, they about. projected lights all over the opera house, and they had uh, a botanical garden that had all of these uh, interactive designs and things that you could like push over, and they light up and laugh and stuff like that. Um, they had an Aboriginal uh, nature like deity, which was this giant head that was being held up by a guy with two hands. Another person had a giant arm and another arm, and there was like a flowing cloak back behind it. And it was like beckoning children to come. And when the children came over, it would like pet the child for a little while and blink its eyes and like do a little head nuzzle thing.
1: It sounds almost more creepy than
0: cool. It was slightly creepy, like, like my daughter was originally kind of frightened, but... When we told her it was like nature-based, she was like, oh yeah, we're in. And so she just interacted and had a good time. Um, Odd. There were no um, large people anywhere. You could say obese, it's okay. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, I noticed... uh,
1: I don't remember seeing a whole lot of really fat Aussies either, now that I think about it.
0: Yeah, Um, because everybody walks everywhere.
1: Well, maybe in the city center, but those suburbs, you gotta get a car to get around.
0: Australia's a big place, dude. Sure is. Well, maybe they have some, uh, some larger people out in the suburbs, but in the main city, you know, it's a, it's a two-mile walk to get from your hotel to the opera house, or maybe you get on a ferry, and that's, you know, working I, your legs as I your... took the
1: river cat to get from my hotel to the opera house.
0: Okay, I don't- we didn't use that one. Well, what'd you use? We were. What they call them the
1: River Cats. We the were like
0: f- hydrofoil, like ferry buses. We were just close. Oh. We just walked around. Ah, you missed out. I don't think so. We also <sighs> did. We also did a uh, a cruise uh, on pretty, the last day of the cold, city. Pretty cold though, isn't it? Oh yeah, it was winter there. Yeah. I mean, it's it's like our winters right. where it's uh, it, it's not snowing,
1: but it's chilly.
0: Yeah. So there was a point where um, my daughter was too cold. And so I get to take off my jacket and give it to her and freeze for an hour and be like, oh, no, no, I'm fine. That's fine. Good for you. So was I.
1: Thought so I didn't have a kid. I just didn't pack correctly. Because uh-huh. when, when I went to Australia, I was homeless at the time. Long story, don't ask. And... Um, a lot of bad memories? No, I just, I just happened to be homeless. But, um... So I didn't have a coat or anything. I didn't have to add clothes. But I wasn't prepared for winter weather at all uh-huh. and I had to take that river cat you know the the, the ferry taxi thing yeah um, so you got
0: no uh, wind blocking
1: and, whatsoever oh, and there was misting from the spray and <laughs> I was just freezing cold by the time I got to the other end like my lips were all blue and the locals were looking at me like ah,
0: stupid yank you know? mm-hmm. but the uh, the cruise that we went on um, there was a lounge singer that you could not get away from oh no and so I was, I was dying, trying to pretend that he was, you know, a, a good musician. Was it one of those things where you feel
1: responsible to f- make him feel validated as an artist? Like you feel like obligated
0: to clap for him, even though you're like, oh, dude. No, no when when uh, I I guess there's a certain level. Like if there's if he finishes a song and yeah. no one is clapping, then I'll give like a couple of claps just to make sure, but. No, they. But then it sounds ironic or whatever instead. There were actually. <laughs> a slow clap.
1: Nice one single, slow <coughs> <laughs> No,
0: uh, there was a large uh, following of people that actually enjoyed his music because it was like the 70s and he was just mugging it. Not my favorite decade of music. No. did no. not dig it. Um, so, Cruises, I can't recommend them. That most people would say enough. After that, I'm going to leave out that enough. I, yeah. I can't recommend them. Hey, this is John. That was just the appetizer. You want a full course meal? Keep listening. Let's Do Lunch is sponsored by Boding Tech.
1: Boding Tech is Arizona's leading smart home provider. You don't need to take out a loan to make your home smart. With packages starting as low as only $250, Bodine Tech can start you on the path to simplified smart home living. Bodine Tech. Smart homes at smart prices. Visit us at bodinellc.com. B O D I N E L L dot com.
0: So what else happened on your um, down under? We of course went to a cat cafe. You know, you can't go to Australia without going to a cat cafe. Do they call it a cat cafe? No, they called it catmosphere. Okay, okay. And there were I a like whole them. bunch of space cats all over the place. Space cats? Yeah, just like... What, they have little helmets? They, <laughs> they, well, one of them had a bow tie, but the, <laughs> the pictures of the cats were like, you know, one of those uh, NASA pictures of the astronaut but a cat head inside. And uh, okay. cats with lasers shooting out of their eyes and things like that. So they went with it's a the space cat space theme, theme.
1: Yeah Catmosphere
0: okay. Well I'm sure yeah. that the, uh, the the western cat cafe yeah. theme Was already taken by another cat cafe
1: Of course I want to see the BDSM cat themed
0: Sure <laughs> <That's good. laughs>
1: That would be so funny Oh
0: what's the uh, Fifty meows of grey I was I going know. there yeah. now, Isn't there like a, a Russian blue So fifty, gr- 50 shades of Russian blue Okay, that could work. Um, So I like the people... Oh, they also have... uh, a insect species known as the jack-jumper ant that is predominantly Tasmania, but also along the southern coast of Australia. And being a jumper ant, it jumps. It could jump, like, across this table. Um, It grabs onto you with its uh, pincers... And then it stabs you with its uh, stinger over and over again, and it's actually one of the most lethal uh, animals in Australia, like more so than sharks and crocodiles. People usually die from jack jumpers. Are, are they poisonous as well? The, the stingers? It's, it's like a bee sting kind of thing. Where, but like, you get enough of them. If, if you're allergic, then it'll kill you.
1: And, and they could continually just keep re-stinging you over yeah. and over. Yeah, why not? Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah, Australia.
1: We mentioned this last time too. Is Australia has those crazy deadly animals and
0: things like like plants are all deadly over there. It's just insane. And we went into a uh, museum in Tasmania where they had a clear box with the jack jumper ants inside, and there was a little lock that you could open it up to like feed them, I guess. But they can jump out, yo. You know, they don't have the same safety standards there. I I think that we enjoy here. Kind of, oh, uh, news
1: alert. A meteor the size of a golf cart streaked across the Pacific Northwest and landed in the
0: ocean. So, are we getting, like, a tidal wave soon? Is this our final podcast? It happened in March. Oh, okay.
1: Very so, slow tidal wave. Uh, yeah, I guess the, the reason why it's news is they're looking for it now because I think they're going to get a lot of valuable information from it. I don't know. Sure.
0: Nothing you haven't seen before, but... I think the real reason they're looking for it is meteorites are expensive. Yeah. It's good money in the scientists are looking for it though, not like treasure hunters. Yeah, true scientists are gonna sell it to the treasure hunters. To fund their science. Yeah. I suppose. Um and Australia pushed me even further left, but we don't really have to get into politics. How did Australia do that? Because of the aboriginal plight? Um, the atrocities going on there were very, very familiar. Which atrocities are you referring to? I don't know any of these. There, uh, we, one of the museums we went to had a, a sign that it, it wasn't in words because the Aborigines couldn't read, but it was, um, you know, the chief of the Aborigines and the chief of the, the colonizing people, like, shaking hands, saying, like, let's be friends. And then it showed, uh, the laws if, uh, uh if an Aborigine person kills, uh, one of the regular people, one of the English people, then that ab- aborigine person will get killed by the, by the law. And then it showed down at the bottom, if a regular person kills an aborigine, then that regular person gets killed by the law. But guess how many times that second part of the law was exercised? Six? Zero. Not a single, uh, um, not a single citizen was killed in response to killing an aboriginal citizen.
1: I don't think that's a left-right thing. See, that's the thing that's weird about you lefties. You think the only lefties think that laws should be fair. Uh, Why do you think that right-wing people don't agree with that either? That's not a right-wing
0: policy. So we'll we'll (laughs) not get into that. Okay. Um, Uh, You didn't seem to like that answer. Moving on. Uh, I wanted to note our uh, our special guest. You remember on the last episode, yeah? Look. We pointed out that. Uh, uh, you are talking about the one that any... we had, like a year ago. The no. author. No. I'm talking about the one we have oh. right now. Oh. You remember yesterday we or last last cast we said you know any celebrities want to come and we'll pay for their meal. Well, I'm glad to point out that here we have Teller from Penn and Teller. He's oh, yeah. been he's been kinda quiet this whole time. But Well his mic's been hot, to be yeah. fair. No, but it it's it's nice to see somebody just relaxed. Yeah. You know? And I never knew like how much this dude could put away. Like he is voraciously. He finished
1: eating. my plate off yeah. for me, which I
0: thought was odd. But and, and you know, next week we might be having Mr. Bean on. Uh-huh. Which
1: would be really exciting as well. Yeah. So
0: Yeah. So this this is great. Like, we're finally getting the credit that we deserve. Mm-hmm. And and mm-hmm. celebrities are seeing us. I'll make sure to give him a thank you when we're done here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Teller. You know, speaking of, of Penn and Teller, I mean, I'm sure Teller could tell us
0: more about it. He could. Did you know? But, in the last oh no, he's, he's signaled that he wants us to go on instead. That's how he is. I don't know this guy. But
1: Teller not not oh, pen. Penn has lost tons of weight in the last two years. Have you seen him recently? Yeah. Uh, you know he um i guess he had some sort of health scare and he just decided it was time to to do it and um uh, he did a all potato diet for like <laughs> 6 weeks and we're not talking french fries you know it was like maybe cooked but not much and just like plain potatoes so when we finally ate food again everything tasted amazing mm-hmm. And then he, now, you know, he's just... He's, he's he's lost the taste of unhealthy food. Like, he just doesn't enjoy it anymore. He doesn't like chicken, yeah. like fried chicken at all. Can't stand it. Yeah. He's losing the taste for beef. But he still eats kind of what he wants. He just doesn't... You know, so he'll still have sweets, you know. He'll still have carbs and things. But he's losing the taste for a lot of meats. And he kind of eats what he wants, but he does it in just such moderation. And he only eats... Really, like, treats himself once every two weeks or something like that.
0: I mean, that's really It is just... You know, set a limit for yourself I mean, that's really yeah. a lesson for life Moderation in all things Yeah Even in politics just Only go so far Yeah
1: Well, I mean, that's kind of what I've been doing With my diet I'm down to 190 now Oh, yeah which is, And in fact, I just was going through my closet My, my childhood closet the other day mm-hmm. um, And I found an old suit That I wore to my junior high prom uh-huh. No, junior high. Uh, junior year of high school, prom. So I was seventeen, maybe yeah. at the time. I put the suit on. Not only did it fit, but I needed a belt so the pants <laughs> didn't slide off.
0: You're crushing it. Are you still? You're still like following all of your uh, all of your plan.
1: I am. Uh, you're
0: last run, you're running regularly? Last
1: week I ran a five k four nights in a row. No, no, not four nights in a row, but four nights of this of the week. Okay. So Tuesday I had off, but Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, wow. I ran five k every night.
0: Huh.
1: And uh, I'm down to a 30 minute five k. Which
0: pretty is pretty good. Which is not super fast. I know. No, but. that's not. That's not slow. What's your speed? Um, I'm about 24. It depends on how long I've been practicing. Um, I've gotten it down to about 22 minutes. Ooh. I want I want to break 20. That's good. Yeah. All right, these guys close at two, so we probably don't want to uh, spend too much time here.
1: Yes, but I think
0: we've still got another like thirty minutes before they start getting upset.
1: Well, you know, we are taking up a valuable table of their important tables. This is their
0: best table. Did we? We've got the view of the painting. (laughs) And the painting. Well, (laughs) there are other paintings too. Hey, this one's for sale for fifty bucks. Yeah, I want to get into, like, painting stuff and selling it at, at Mom-and-pop shops, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a guy that I was talking to that does uh, still life, you know, pears and oranges. Oh, jeez. That's such an old trope. And he sells them. And I asked him, like, how much are you getting? And he's like, he made a huge one that he sold for $5,000. And I think that's the key. If you're going to make paintings... Make them huge, and then you've got, like, uh, a guy that lives in New York, and he's just got obscene amounts of money, and he's like, I want to have something terrible up right here. But it covers so that, that whole gigantic
1: in. wall in my house. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So just make giant wow. paintings. That's, that's the way that you win at art. Even if it's not good, it's big.
1: Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I've got a friend who's an artist, and he does, um, lifelike, um... I can't remember what it's called Photorealistic, there you go He does photorealistic drawings They're amazing Yeah Doesn't make a lot of money off it But it's just because he just hasn't found the right target people, you know But he's amazing That, and he needs to make them gigantic He does not make them
0: gigantic If he makes, like, a photorealism uh, cast of, like, friends That's gonna sell yeah, well,
1: I'm sure David Schwimmer might be able to buy that or Somebody will Yeah Do you know how many,
0: or, or Seinfeld
1: Seinfeld Somebody will buy that, I yeah. guarantee That old poster of the four of them stand up, you know, lined up in the white yeah. background with the Seinfeld logo over their head yeah. That would be a winner Yeah
0: Okay I'm just saying, pass that along to your bud
1: Okay, I'll, uh, I'll make sure he gets into pop culture
0: I just made him so
1: he, much money He, he kind of does cowboy stuff mostly <laughs> But, you know, it's not a far switch Maybe we get him halfway there with the TV show Justified, Uh,
0: Westworld. That's that's more pop current right now.
1: Yeah, I'll get him doing the Westworld one. Justified was a horse. No, it was also (laughs) a TV show. But yes, (laughs) I guess it was.
0: And Triple Crown winning horse. Very exciting for a lot of people that aren't me.
1: You know, I didn't get the buzz either. Like, okay,
0: so a horse ran. I I don't care. I would have totally bet against him. Did you hear what some of the odds were Uh -uh. for him to win like the second and the third one? Uh, it was a uh, <clears throat> one to five payout. If you bet a hundred thousand dollars on Justify to win that second race, you would have won twenty thousand dollars, or lost a hundred thousand. Right. I would have <laughs> gladly taken the other side of that bet and lost, you know, twenty thousand dollars. But still, yeah, because you would have lost because you were betting against him. Right. But chances are, you know, it's not it's not a one in five chance for him to win that. You know. Chances are he's gonna trip. He's gonna step in a weird bit of mud that none of the other horses. If it is indeed mud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but seeing as how he actually did win, it's a good thing you
1: did not bet because you right. would have lost. Right, all. right, right. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, if you look at it, or is that yeah. from the future? From
0: from knowing. <laughs>
1: Uh, um, so we didn't I don't know do we mention this that Roseanne the TV show uh-huh.
0: is making a comeback rebooted did we, did without we talk Roseanne about it no this our last conversation was, was shortly before after that uh, before NBC ABC released that they were coming back with right. Roseanne but without Roseanne yeah
1: they're coming back with Roseanne without Roseanne yep
0: I don't know. I mean, no, it doesn't sound like a great
1: show. But that's the, my problem with it. I get why they're not coming back with her. Mm-hmm. But the show is Roseanne, so I don't know. No, that's it's... like having Seinfeld without Seinfeld in it.
0: Fine, Good by luck. Me. Now Seinfeld without Kramer, that would be a problem. Well, that would be bad too.
1: I could do without Elaine. I hate to say that.
0: Ah, oh, dude, she's like the uh, only woman on that show. I, I know. Besides Jerry's floozies.
1: I know, and that's that's not fortunate. But I really don't feel like I need Di- uh, Diane Elaine. Uh, Elaine Elaine in the show. I just, I mean, she was a valuable part of it, but I feel mm-hmm. like it didn't need to be her. It just didn't work for me. I didn't love her. All right. Yeah. She was great in yeah. Veep. I mean, the show Veep revolved around her. She was amazing in there. But in Seinfeld she seemed tertiary to me i just she was there because they needed the woman
0: it was convenient yeah. you need you need a zany guy you need the the weird ideologue guy you need the, the woman
1: yeah i feel like her role there was just the woman and it could have been any of the woman and it would have been fine like i didn't feel like she was that yeah. valuable No, they didn't to the They didn't
0: create a strong character for her to maybe
1: play. but i mean in veep she was fantastic yeah. So, I, I know. It's something against Julia Louise Dreyfus. She's, she's wonderful. It's just that role didn't do it for me. But, but Roseanne, on the other hand, mm-hmm. that is the show. No, I think
0: they have a great show without Roseanne. You haven't seen it yet. How do you know? Because Dan, <laughs> when, when Roseanne came back, Dan was supporting the show. Dan was the show. He is... Obviously,
1: an amazing actor. I mean, his career of anyone who came out of that show had clearly the best career out of the sh- out of Roseanne by far. In, in mm-hmm. the time since that show was canceled till now, he's been just huge star. Yeah. And yeah, he's a big, big part of the story. But it, it's got to be about Roseanne for yeah. me.
0: You you can make a show with uh, with Dan. Darlene and Jackie but there's going to be that um, ghost hanging over the show of where's Roseanne everybody should be asking I think she's going to be dead I'm sure I think they're just going to have to kill her off it
1: doesn't make any other sense which is I mean I guess is Dan getting revenge since she killed him off in their their last season in the 90s that would be funny if Dan had a part in it Mm -hmm. well do you so you didn't watch the show at all I watched uh, the the first two episodes okay so at the end of the season and this is a spoiler alert for anyone who's not gotten there yet. Okay. She's addicted to pain pills. Okay. And the, the, um, the premise was that she was getting addicted to, like, OxyContin kind of pain pills. Sure. And it was a problem that she was having to deal with, and she was trying to deal with it, but she wasn't being very successful. So that was going to be a big plot point in season two. So since they already set up that, yeah, I think they're just going to say that somehow that took her out and make more of a, a, a point out of it.
0: Let's Do Lunch is brought to you in part by our persistent patience with this stupid computer. What do you mean? File error. There is no file. All right. So we haven't talked about Simpsons. No. I, well, let's
1: see. Do I have anything? Yeah, nothing new. I, I watched an interesting video on YouTube by Hank Azaria talking about the inspiration for all of his voices. Okay. And, you know, you've contested for a while that he has no creativity. Yeah. He simply is just impersonating other people.
0: Yeah.
1: I maintain it is creative. He finds these interesting muses and twists them to make his own characters. Because he's inspired doesn't mean he's not creative.
0: Well, we'll have to, uh, we'll have, to have him sit down when we're done with Teller.
1: Yeah, well, we, we can have Teller weigh in on this at the end here. <laughs> but, um, you anyway, know, I just found it was very interesting, and I was reminded... Um, just through my children, that he also played Gargamel in the Smurfs movie.
0: Okay. Is Gargamel the cat or the bad guy? Huh? That's the, the bad guy. That's the guy, right? Okay, yeah, he was Gargamel. Oh, I forget what the cat's name is. Now I gotta look that up. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah, you'll stay awake at night, 2 a.m. Oh, that dumb cat. Mm-hmm. Brockmeyer.
1: Have you seen him in Brockmire?
0: No. I That's remember him from good. The Birdcage.
1: Yes. And that was a very different role for him, too. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he was amazingly different in that. You would never think that he's Moe the bartender, you know, when you see him in that position, in the birdcage. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brockmeyer started as a funny-or-die skit. Or skit, skit. Oh, he's,
0: yeah, he's a, a sports guy, right? He's a right? sports
1: guy. He loses his job because he finds out his wife cheats on him and says very inappropriate things in the sports box during a game. And he can't give it up, so then he, like narrates his whole life so he's like sitting on the toilet narrating it and the other people in the bathroom are like uh, what's going on it's really funny and anyway, they turn that into a series now I think it's I don't know Netflix or Epics or one okay. of those guys I don't know
0: that seems anyway fine.
1: that's my Hank Azaria moment but you wanted to get somewhere else with The huh? Simpsons
0: no uh, they're hitting their uh, 30th season now
1: and yes there are they also, will be
0: there are also way too many podcasts I've noticed this in general or about The Simpsons? About The Simpsons. Well, also in general.
1: There are too many. Fortunately, we're not one of the too many.
0: No, we're one of the best.
1: I do remember the first thing, when I proposed to you that we do a podcast, you said, there's so much noise out there, yeah. I don't want to just contribute to that noise. That,
0: that is exactly what I said. Yeah. But now, I mean, after we've won our award, we won the Most Average Podcast Award from 1985 to 1989. Did you know that? <laughs> Was that in our Twitter feed? Yeah. Well, that's amazing. I think we deserve it. I mean, after that, theres you, you can't really argue there's no higher goal. with how greatly average we are.
1: And, and, you know, I think we are a hair above the other Simpsons-dedicated podcasts.
0: Well, we don't spend too much time in Simpsons land. No,
1: but when we do, I think we do it better. I think we yeah. have a depth and breadth of knowledge that they have to research, there. and they have notes. They, they have to come in with stuff prepared. We can do this on yeah, the fly. Yeah, We're so good.
0: L- listener, listen up here. We have no notes other than, like, uh, I have a list of things that I want to get to. Subjects. That's yeah. all it is. It's subjects. Yeah, it's like, dot, themes. don't forget to talk about Australia. Dot, hey, by the way, you need to use the restroom. Dot, there's this other thing going on. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. it's, it's not like, it's not like I spent three hours watching the same Simpson episode over and over again. And the comment? Well, I mean, I did. You spent three it,
1: hours watching the Australia episode, but it
0: was for fun.
1: I would have watched it twice.
0: No, I, I did. I watched it twice. Okay, yeah. Once without the commentary, right, and then once, once with. with.
1: That's how I watch my Simpsons.
0: Oh, and I did the uh, the swirly thing. Yeah,
1: watch the toilet flush.
0: Yeah, yeah. And um, there's, it's it's not noticeable. I actually, uh, after watching the Simpsons episodes. Uh, my wife suggested that I watch these two uh, videos, where two different uh, science hosts talk about the uh, Coriolis, Coriolis effect, effect in in their respective hemispheres. One of them is in the northern hemisphere, and one of them is in the southern. And they coordinated those two po- those two uh, YouTube videos, so you can see they you can see how it spins um, in those different things in those different hemispheres and. You know, they didn't count about the ice wall. They didn't talk about that at all. Yeah, so they had two videos that you could coordinate, and it would show um, the, the Coriolis effect in both hemispheres, and it's a very, very tiny effect. Like, they, they put uh, drops of ink in a giant pool, and they could barely see movement, you know?
1: Oh, well, that's because it wasn't draining. No, they drained it. Oh,
0: okay. They put drops of ink it, in the giant pool. But it they, was visible. They, they opened an underneath drain, and by the time it drained like half of its distance, it moved maybe uh, half of the way to the next ninety degree now, angle.
1: When I was a kid, we had a bathtub, and when I would drain the bathtub, mm-hmm.
0: it would drain so well. You got a very strong sure, but strong, you know, tight pool looking. Those effector. whirlpools are des- are created by the uh, shape of the tub.
1: Oh, So you think that that had to do more with the shape than where I was in the world? So you're saying that same tub very likely in Australia would drain the same same way. way.
0: Yeah Hmm. Yeah, Yeah. it's a very tiny difference between the two and I watched another video where uh, some guy was just north of the equator like a hundred yards north of the equator and uh, was draining some water and spun the one way and then he went a hundred yards south of the equator and it was spinning the other way and that you don't think he helped it along that's called fake news right there yeah I was going to say he might have helped it along a hundred yards is not enough to see a difference yeah
1: so Simpsons me.
0: um I haven't watched uh, any of these uh, last twenty seasons because they're just not worth it last twenty yeah no, you watched the Gaga episode no I didn't watch oh. Lisa Goes Gaga even though you recommended it.
1: Well, I recommend it as an example
0: of the worst episode ever. But seriously, that is not... Like, when somebody says, ah, oh, I just farted and it smells so bad. Smell it. But you see, that don't. Is what happens. No, when someone says, do you smell that? Something stinks. What do you do? No. Oh, yeah, I do smell that. No. Oh, yeah, it does stink. Other people do. I don't smell something that smells bad. When somebody says, this is bad-tasted, I don't taste it. Unless it's like... You know, we're trying to cook this and make it taste good. Which is why you also
1: wouldn't watch The Disaster Artist, the no. movie about the world's worst movie. No. Because you you don't like stuff that is bad. You don't you don't enjoy watching something that is bad for the sake of it being so bad it's good. There's,
0: right? there's a limit. I, I did a lot of those movies. Back when Netflix was just sending DVDs to people. Yeah. Remember those days? No, but I'll take word for it. <laughs> That's what they did. Um, they just sent, mailed you a DVD and you could be on the two DVD account or the four DVD I account. I do remember they
1: had that, yes. Um, but before they were online.
0: So we would uh, we would re- you know, just rent all of these movies constantly and there were some movies that were just bad and nothing made them good. No matter the amount of drinking or you know information about or, or, you know, mystery science theater. Nothing made you, this You movie are good.
1: describing the um, wrinkle, uh, wrinkle in time. Yeah. So bad.
0: Yeah. So what about, even what if about... you got, like, really drunk. Like, what? imagine yourself super drunk. You'd still hate that wrinkle in time. Okay, so what about MST3K?
1: Did you enjoy those? Because they do watch bad movies, but they make them funny because they're making fun of them so well. Sometimes.
0: There are other times where... Even they can't make the movie good. Wow. And I'm, I'm sure uh, whatever his name, Bob, or whatever his name is that does it...
1: I don't know. They've changed over so
0: many times. I'm sure uh, he himself has agreed, we tried to do this movie and this movie, and it was just, there was nothing. There was no redeemable quality about it. We could not make it funny.
1: Not having redeemable qualities is what makes it right for the plucking for this kind of show. It would have to be somewhat good in order to be non-lampoonable. I don't know. Did you ever watch that Manos Hands of Fate? I
0: have Manos Hands of Fate on DVD. Okay. I enjoyed that without the mystery science theater stuff. But only as a, like a bad movie kind of thing. So you do enjoy bad movies that are bad for the sake of being bad. But only to a certain extent. There are some movies that are just beyond... Like they do it purposefully or they just go too far or... They don't go far enough or something. There's an art to it. And some movies just can't figure out that, that balance.
1: You really should watch Lisa Goes Gaga just to know. <laughs> just to
0: know. Ah. Uh, um, so uh, do you have a Simpsons question for me?
1: Oh, I forgot to even think of one.
0: All right. Okay, in the episode
1: Lisa Goes Gaga.
0: Uh-huh. What? <laughs> there was a train.
1: Got it. Still got it. Dang it. That was my question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I was not prepared for this, which is really sad.
0: No worries. I'll just give you, you a question. You do yours first, All right. and then I'll
1: think of something.
0: All right. In the episode... I don't know the title of it. True. Uh, oh. Where uh, Bart gets his uh, tagline, I didn't do it. Yes. Okay. Bart gets famous. Um, in that episode, he's uh, helping out Krusty... And mm-hmm. Krusty uh, wants him to appear in a sketch.
1: I am waiting for a bus. That was my
0: question. <laughs> <laughs> what was the line that he uh, was required to say, and then didn't say?
1: He, he started to say it. He yeah, got as far as I am waiting for, I think that's that's me. I'm it.
0: pretty sure he got to I am waiting for a bus, and then he tripped yeah, over. like that. Right. And I hit you with pies for five minutes. Okay. All right. Well, you got it.
1: I, I nailed that one. Yeah. Ooh, did I ask you this one I don't remember if I asked you this one but I really like this question true okay I, let me know if I asked you this one because if I did it doesn't count but in the episode I Love Lisa uh-huh. do you know which episode that is uh yeah Ralph yes there is a disclaimer on the Krusty the Clown home pregnancy test
0: oh no idea <laughs> no idea
1: <laughs> it's the funniest disclaimer you could ever have on a home pregnancy test
0: um, something like may cause flipper babies.
1: Close. Oh man, it's a good guess, but I really led you there. It says may cause birth defects, <laughs> which is really funny. <laughs> Pregnancy test that may cause birth defects. It's such a clear, good throwaway joke. Cause I just love yeah. that about the Simpsons. They that do. So they do funny. really well.
0: They're a good show. Back 20 years ago.
1: Yeah. So do we count that as you getting it? I don't know. No. Nah. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no pregnancy test warning
1: may cause birth <laughs> That's a good joke. And I'm full after those biscuits and gravy. I probably should have stopped earlier. I didn't quite finish it all, but I mostly did. And no, I feel like I ate too I, much.
0: I've got to, uh, got to use get to the going. restroom and I feel like. Uh, yeah, I, I got, can't got a lot to edit anyway. And go back again.
1: Nah, it's about time. Alright, well, we're here <sighs> at uh, Grandma's Kitchen, but now it's Grandma's over. Kitchen. And we're leaving Grandma's Kitchen. So Let's go be average elsewhere I haven't thought of a new catchphrase yet
0: Are you as full as I am? Thanks for having lunch with us today You can subscribe to the Let's Do Lunch podcast through iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn and Google Play Music We already made reservations at the next restaurant Join us or we lose the good table Let's Do Lunch is sponsored by Bodine Tech. Bodine Tech is Arizona's leading smart home
1: provider. You don't need to take out a loan to make your home smart. With packages starting as low as only $250, Bodine Tech can start you on the path to simplified smart home living. Bodine Tech, smart homes at smart prices. Visit us at bodinellc.com. B O D I N E L L dot